I'm Julie Swenson, Managing Director of Forward Theatre Company in Madison, Wisconsin. And I'm Mike Fisher, Milwaukee-based theatre writer and dramaturg. I'm Jana Poff-Gray, Founder and Artistic Director of Forward Theatre Company, and this is Theatre Forward, a twice-monthly conversation about theatre from a local, regional, and national perspective. From Madison to Manhattan, we're excited to share insight into our own company while exploring issues surrounding theater in the Midwest and around the country. Welcome to episode nine of Theater Forward. Hello. So this week, we thought we would talk about awards. We are in the thick of theater awards season here in America, and it's with the Tony Awards especially coming up shortly. So we thought we could talk maybe a little bit about some of the pros and cons of awards in our industry. So, um, Mike, share some of your thoughts on that. Well, you know, I, I've, I've always been in favor of having awards here. I mean, I wrote something, uh, I don't know, four or five years ago now with a theater wish list, one of which was to have Forward produce four shows a year, which is now <laughs> happening, yes, I'm happy to yes. say. Uh, and one of which was that we needed prizes. Um, and this was a big, big issue in Milwaukee. Oh, Julie, more than 10 years ago yeah. now, mm-hmm. um, where you know there was talk of starting prizes in Milwaukee. I mean, most other major cities do have some kind of prize award. It's not not just New York, Chicago, and LA, it's Minneapolis and Portland and Seattle and Philadelphia uh, and Atlanta. And for a theater community like Milwaukee um, and for a theater state like Wisconsin, not to have something like that didn't make a whole lot of sense. But there was real division uh, in among Milwaukee theater artists in particular with the pros saying, look, this is just great for the industry. The more we can have people talking about theater and thinking theater is sexy, the better. It's a way to honor and recognize good work by the people who are doing it. Those who were opposed were saying we're too small. Um, that it's just going to tear people apart. I mean, that we need to think as a community and love each other um, and that we are not capable of handling the sort of competition that will be injected into the into the process. So that's the way I guess I can best set up mm-hmm. um, what, what the what the issue is for us here. Yeah. And it, it is tough. I mean, Milwaukee's kind of maybe in that that middle zone. Um, obviously, if you have a really big uh, community doing theater, like say New York, it becomes easy to have awards sort of at different tiers. You've got your Tony awards and that is for Broadway. Um, and it, it is a very specific subset of theater makers in that city that are working at a certain budget strata, um, certain level of expectations in terms of production values and all of that. Um, and you can have your OBs and you can have your drama desks and you can have lots of different, um, types of awards that go to different, um, types of theater or, or levels of production. Um, it's really hard that, you know, in a city like Madison, where you have a much, much, much smaller, uh, community, um, it becomes hard. You don't, I mean, theater awards are already comparing apples to oranges because how we appreciate an individual production is such a subjective thing to begin with. Um, but when you have, a really big breadth of uh, scales of production uh, within a very small community becomes even more challenging. I mean, one um, really nice example that I can talk about locally 
um, is the Bartell Theater Awards, the Barties here in Madison. Um, the Bartell Theater is a, um, a, a theater center that hosts, I believe there are six resident companies right now. Um, community theaters, really, you know, wonderful companies doing, doing great work. And um, they set up the, uh, these Barties that they've been doing for a number of years now um, in a really smart way. They have uh, judges who are actually expected to attend all the productions over the course of a season so that they really are seeing every Everything. Um, they create the list of nominees. Um, then people who work at the Bartel get to vote, but they vote once. So I, I do think it is a, a, a pretty fair and respectful way of going about it. Um, that that results in a wonderful community building night out for everybody. That really do treat it as a celebration for all the groups that work there. But it also doesn't remotely encompass all the different groups that work here in Madison, um, the professional companies that work, say, at Overture Center or, or some of the other venues, um, other community theaters that work around the city. Um, this, the, I think the Bardies worked really well because it was a pretty finite mm -hmm. group um, that they were looking at. And then ends with this big celebration, you right. know, where people get to, uh, you know, see each other who haven't seen each other for a dress while up. and dress <laughs> up. And I love that idea. I also, you know, I was thinking about like the Tonys, just like the Oscars started as a marketing thing. They started and, and we all know this, that there are when the Tony Awards come, there are shows that if they didn't get their Tony will close within a week, maybe a month and others that with their Tony will have a much longer life. That isn't anything we do in Wisconsin. I mean, everybody's, everybody's season, everybody's run is finite. So winning an award doesn't extend the life of that production. Right. Yeah. I mean, what would be a, maybe a, we're never going to be the the Tonys, even if some of us who live here think that we have world-class <laughs> New York quality theater. Um, but what we could do, I think, is have some sort of um, awards ceremony, which takes into account all the caveats we've already put into play in this podcast. I mean, yes, you're comparing apples and oranges. I mean, is the best play to take the Tonys, the ferryman or what the Constitution means to me? I saw them both. I love them both. They are completely different. You cannot compare them. It's going to come down to taste in terms of which one you like the most. And that will be true here as well. But to have the awards is a way to get buzz and to get people talking. I mean, when I was a critic, at the end of every year, I would run a huge spread on what I thought of the, of the shows I'd seen were the best plays, the best performances, the best designers. And by far, in terms of click count, um, it was... Yeah easily the highest thing that the paper ran um, every single year. People were talking about and they were interested in it, not so much because it was me, but because it provided a, a, a way to have discussion um, uh, about what people had loved and, and, and not loved during during the last year. We now have in going into its third year this year, something called the People's Choice Awards, um, which purports to be that kind of an award ceremony for the Milwaukee theater, community. just for the Milwaukee theater community. I mean, and it's it's a great idea. The problem with it, to my mind, is the way it's been set up. It really is just a popularity contest. Um, anybody can vote um, when the announcement came out of the finalists last week for this year's ceremony, which will be in June. I mean, there was somebody online that said my vote is for Kim and I never even saw any of these shows. I just know her design was fabulous, quote, end quote. And that's a well-meant comment from somebody who loves Kim, whose last name I will not divulge. Figure it out for yourself if you want to. Um, 
but it's it's ultimately not respecting the work that that people do. And I do think that you need uh, a, a juried process where people are required, as they are in other cities, and it's not just New York, to see a certain number of shows uh, where a show is required to be open for a certain length of time. Um, and so you get some sort of ability by the people who are voting. And it doesn't have to be professionals or critics, but it does have to be something where people who are inputting into this have seen enough theater in the community they're voting on to make intelligent and rational choices instead of it just being a popularity So you're contest. advocating a committee that yes. does that throughout the year. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and it could be a sliding scale kind of thing where, because I would want to include theater professionals. I mean, somebody like, like, like Jen, who is busy directing shows, and maybe isn't going to have the same amount of time to see as many shows should absolutely, given what you know about theater, should be included in this. So maybe you say that the average person on the street has to see 50 shows uh, and that you have to see 25. I'm making up the numbers. Um, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's it, and there is a recognition that people's lives are busy. I mean, in Philly, you know, the Barrymore is there, which is the prize there just dropped uh, this year from being required to see 80 shows to being required to see, depending on what one's role in theater was, between 20 and 50, which seems more realistic. You get the theaters to do donate the tickets so people aren't out their own pocket. And then you get something that feels like it's got some credibility. Mm. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's interesting. And it really brings to mind not just, you know, theater prizes, but even some of the, um, you know, the best of community awards that, that happen here in Madison that happen everywhere, you know, the Madison right. magazine and the Isthmus and you know, everyone likes to do these. What are, what are your, your favorite things and things it's, this whole process has been so changed by online voting and the internet in ways that I think everyone's still trying to figure out, um, you know, if people can vote multiple times, um, then it, then it, are the results really reflective of what a community thinks versus what does a handful of, of folks who've got time to vote every day think? Um, it brings to mind one of my favorite episodes of Sports Night Ever, where Dan and Casey are competing for some sort of award and someone figures out how to set the computer to vote every five seconds. And, you know, <laughs> and he's watching the, the vote tally just clicking up and up and up and up and up. And, and it's, you know, it's all very funny, but it doesn't it kind of does devalue the the pride in an award received. You know, that's um, it's interesting you mentioned that particular show, um, since one of the biggest controversies coming out of the Tony nominations last week was uh, Aaron Sorkin's Mockingbird not being nominated for for Best New Play, which was the category it was up for, given the amount of adaptation. But but what you said raises a whole nother issue, which is how fair ever are any of these prizes. And I think some of the folks in Milwaukee who were opposed to them and people who nationally uh, are troubled by them are worried that the prizes are not representative. And you have a controversy right in our backyard uh, in Chicago. Um, I mean, Tracy Letts, uh, a couple of years ago, refused to have instructed Steppenwolf Theater, which was doing a world premiere of his then latest play, not to invite Jeff um, uh, Judges to his show um, because he didn't think that they were able to fairly and objectively uh, assess his work. Uh, Ike Coulter has been on uh, the warpath about the uh, the Jeffs for for a while now, uh, alleging um, that he that they're not necessarily representative. I mean that the committee is disproportionately white, uh, and that because of that, um, the people who are doing the judging aren't maybe able to see, no matter how hard they try to be fair, 
the best new work that's that's coming out. And the Jeffs, I should just say, is the the theater awards for the Chicago professional theater community. They do equity and non-equity yes. tiers of awards, correct? And and they've always been, you know, prior to this, the the respected group. I mean, those are, those were the awards to emulate right. in terms of how it was set up and um and uh they had they had judges that had to see every show and you know and we're doing a lot of things right. Yeah, I think certainly the most prominent theater awards in the Midwest. Right. For mm-hmm. sure. Well, and I do think, Julie, to your point, an excellent um, um, award. I, I do. I mean, it doesn't mean with any of these award processes, there are things that could be fixed or or made better. I mean, we have a general problem in the theater world um, in terms of it being disproportionately white and, and disproportionately male in its leadership structure in the plays that are being produced. So to say that we have a problem with this one thing as a microcosm of a larger problem right. doesn't to me mean you throw the baby out with the bathwater. I mean, people who... To your to Julie's point, you have to see 150 shows mm-hmm. to be eligible to vote for the Jeff Award. I think that's fantastic. I think it means that you're going to get people who are going to be relatively informed. Doesn't mean they're going to be perfect. Doesn't mean they're not going to have blinders. But I'd rather have somebody like that voting than somebody in the Milwaukee Award where they may have seen nothing and are casting a vote, which again, I think is disrespectful of the process. Well, and we know that these are not issues that are unique to theater awards. Hashtag Oscars so white, right? <laughs> right. Um, and interestingly, there was uh, some some talk recently uh, based on a, a, an article by Deep Tran, who works at American Theater Magazine, uh, proposing that maybe even the Tonys as the you know preeminent awards for American theater, that they start to add some categories to include work that's happening off Broadway um, as, a, as a way to to bring more diverse voices into um, into that recognition, um, which is a really interesting um, thing to contemplate. It's there, things are changing. Yes. In, in, in every aspect of our business, you know, I would be remiss in a, in a podcast talking about awards, not to give a teeny tiny little shout out to uh, one of our forward theater company board members, Orrin Schroeder, who is an investor in Hades town. Um, her son is, is working as a producer on that show. Um, she and her husband became investors and boy, they are certainly having a so wonderful exciting. award so season exciting. at yeah. Hades town. So, um, so congrats to her. It's yes. a little, little association. Well, and to Deep's point, and she mentioned this in her own podcast, Token Theater Friends, in a recent episode, Hades Town is among the shows that started off Broadway and yeah. then transferred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's that, there's Oklahoma, there's what the Constitution means to me. I mean, these are big players in this year's Tony Awards, mm-hmm. and they got their start um, their start somewhere else. It's why, to me, the Drama Desk Awards, which looks at Broadway as well as off-Broadway and off-off-Broadway and looks at them all at once, um, and is professional critics who are making the, the nominations have that there's no conflict of interest that's ostensible is a much more credible and important award than the Tony Awards. Yeah. Well, and I always love seeing um, what what wins those awards because it, it sometimes does have an impact on what will tour. When it comes to the musicals in particular, right. it, it impacts what will tour to the Midwest, what we might have a chance to see here without having to travel. Um, so, so there's impacts across the country that come that come from these. Well, we certainly wish everybody uh, luck who's been nominated <laughs> yeah. for awards right. during this award season. And it have is, fun, dress up, look dress pretty. Up. Exactly. <laughs> it is exciting <laughs> under any circumstances to celebrate the work being done in our industry. Um, and I think we'll call that it for this episode of Theater Forward, our conversation about theater in Wisconsin, the Midwest, and America. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Jenna Hoff-Cray. I'm Julie Swenson. And I'm 
Mike Fisher. Our podcast is produced by Scott Hayden, and you can follow us or share your thoughts. Just don't do so during the Tony broadcast on June 9th <laughs> on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Forward Theater, as always with an E-R. And if you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you might tune in. We are so grateful to have you listening, and we will be back soon with another episode of Theater Forward.